0: and welcome my friends to the daily Gator daily thought podcast the monday edition edition number four hundred and forty four you Florida state graduates that's a four followed by a four followed by another four now they're all on the same page let's kick this peg my friends uh where are we going to start at let's start out in the uh piece by the daily signal about the uh the state of California. Uh, Tony Kinnett writes, uh, California bill would charge any parent who doesn't affirm their child's transgenderism with child abuse. And the state could then, I guess, take your kids away because you're an unfit parent if you don't make your kid gender, uh, transgender enough. Uh, so if your kid's playing, I guess, and, you know, they're this what my niece used to do when she was about three. She, she had this, this gun that shot like plastic balls. We had two of them, but she wanted me to take one and, and, ch- and chase her around the house trying to shoot her because she was a boy wolf. Of course, she's not a boy. She's not a wolf. She was a child, three years old, playing with her incredibly great uncle. And, and that's it. Nothing else uh, needs to be said about that, my friends. Uh, but the state of California, they don't respect parental rights. There's a recently amended California bill that would add quote, affirming the sexual transition of a child to the state's standard for parental responsibility and child welfare, making any parent who doesn't affirm transgenderism for their child guilty of abuse under California state law. Well, this certainly is a great bill, right? I mean, it doesn't set anybody... If your neighbor doesn't like you, maybe your neighbor's some whack job leftist, uh, what if they report you for something? How do you prove you, you that your child isn't transgender at the two, yet two years old, three years old, four years old? How do you prove that? And how do you prove you haven't, quote... A uh, bit neglectful because you didn't jump on the transgender train. Transgenderism for all, apparently. Uh, dangerous bill, despicable bill. Exactly what you would expect from the ultra-failed state of California, Led, of course, by Governor Hair Jail. Uh, the bill is AB957. It's passed by the California State Assembly on May the 3rd, but a co-sponsor. Amended it after hours in, in uh, California State Senate on June 6th. So it is amended after hours. Under the cover of darkness, perhaps? I don't know. Sounds kind of shady to me. Assembly member Lori Wilson. Do I need to add she's a Democrat? Can't, I, can't we all disagree? Of course that's a Democrat. Meaning, of course, Communist. Uh, member Lori Wilson, a communist from Suisun City, wrote the bill and introduced it on February 14th. State Senator Scott Weiner, yes, that's his real name. Uh, another Democrat communist from Cal- from Cal- from San Francisco, rather, co-sponsored it. Wilson's child identifies as transgender. I'm wondering how old her child is. And I, if, what if I were to get a hold of Lori Wilson, Democrat from from California, from California. say, how old your child? You want to bet she'd go all parental rights? Let me say, who the hell am I? What what the hell's business is it? Of course she would, but she wants to outlaw parents making decisions for their kids that are responsible. Uh, let me see. Originally. Uh, AB 957 required courts to consider whether a child's parents were quote gender-affirming in custody cases. Wiener's amendment completely rewrites California's standard of child care. Uh, The AB 957 post amendment would include a parent's affirmation of the child's gender identity as part of the health because nothing's healthier for little children than puberty blockers, maybe surgery, who knows. It's, it's great for kids. Every kid should have this, I guess. Um, it would include a parent's affirmation of the child's gender identity as part of the health, safety, and welfare of the child, according to leftists, apparently, altering the definition and application of the entire California Family Code. God help us, but more, but God help the children that are going to suffer for this. Uh, Very scary, my friends. Uh, This is the scariest part, though. California courts would be given complete authority under Section 3011 of California's Family Code to remove a child from his or her parent's home if parents disapprove of LGBTQ plus ideology. Well, um, so this is... Conformity, or else you lose your child. It could turn into that, and I don't put it past the left. I don't put anything past the left, my friends. Nothing at all. Here's a story to kind of uh, that's got to upset you. It's got to make your got to make you sick to your stomach. This one will cheer you a little bit. The Colorado Sun, uh, from the equity section of their newspaper. Apparently, they're kind of a liberal. Uh, newspaper, a group called Here for the Kids, uh, they're disappointed. They're really down in the dumps, disappointed. They're not happy because they uh, they plan to have a massive uh, gun rally or anti-gun rally to force the governor of Colorado to ban guns, just outright ban them, to the hell with the Constitution, to hell with the Second Amendment. The hell with liberty! You're just gonna just totally wipe it out. Uh, and they said uh, this was supposed to be, I think, a four-day event or maybe a week-long event. Uh, and leaders of the of a national advocacy group's called Here for the Kids. Uh, here, the number four, the kids. If you want to look them up online. They were hoping that 25,000 people would come to a sit-in at the Colorado Capitol this week to protest gun violence and demand a gun ban, and they're disappointed. Why are they disappointed, you ask? Well, they're disappointed more people didn't show up. So apparently their $25,000 hope was eh, hopeless. But... They were still confident in the confident in the message behind their movement. People from across the US and from other countries had plans to land this line the State House lawn from Monday through Thursday, hoping their peaceful civil action would lead to radical change in firearms policies. Now, if you read that paragraph, you get the idea that people all across the world had plans to travel here and come sit on the lawn and, and uh, probably blow away that $25,000, our 25,000 person goal they had set. Hmm. Here for the kids, organizers said participants would remain on the Capitol grounds for at least four days or until Governor Jared Polis answered the demands by signing an executive order banning guns and creating a statewide buyback program. So they weren't gonna let you keep your gun. They weren't let you gonna have any new ones. Yeah, that would have not ended well. Uh, communism never does. Polis did not sign the order because he's not I guess not in the mood to commit political suicide. And few protesters showed up after Monday. By Thursday afternoon there was guess how many people? By Thursday afternoon the 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 the, the culmination of this great event for these communists was going to be Thursday afternoon. How many people do you think were there by Thursday afternoon? I'll give you a hint, it wasn't 25,000. In fact, it wasn't 5,000. It uh, wasn't 500. Um, according to this report, by Thursday afternoon, there was no one, no one demonstrating outside the Capitol. So, from $25,000 as your mark, what you're shooting for? What we're going to get here is 25,000 people at least. Well, uh, how about zero? You missed it by that much. We were all a bit disappointed. Here for the kids, co-founder Sarah Rao, or Cyra Rao, said Thursday evening. But we got several thousand extremely dedicated, lovely, joyful, peaceful women who are in this for the long haul. It would have been great if 25,000 women showed up. But we've got a fantastic start and we're going to keep going. Our kids are worth more than one event or one action. So they got a few people Monday. Almost no one Tuesday or Wednesday and Thursday It was just, again, just just back up 10 yards and punt for God's sake. Uh, Here for the kids sent letters. To all 24 Democratic governors demanding an executive order banning guns in their states and asking for the creation of a gun buyback program, uh, that didn't go over well either. On Thursday, <laughs> Governor Harejel Gavin Newsom, scumbag that he is, uh, proposed a 28th amendment that would quote add gun safety measures to the U.S. Constitution. No, it would rape the Second Amendment. Basically, if you want the truth, it would it would completely trash the Second Amendment. Which is what people like Governor Hairgel want, of course, because they don't believe you should be able to defend yourself. Um, Rao said, We've been saying for months that we want a 28th Amendment. Two months ago, we were told we were crazy and that would never happen. Okay, I'm going to refresh that message. You're still crazy. No one came to your rally because they're not crazy. The governor didn't sign the BS you want him to sign because he's not crazy. The governor of California is crazy and anybody who thinks the 28th amendment will ever pass is crazy. That's a lot of crazy. I'm just saying uh Rao said this fall here for the kids plans to organize another event similar to the Denver sit-in. So don't go because no one showed up for the first one. If you want to make it a, a carbon or carbon copy, don't show up for this one either. Uh, But they're going to do it in another state. We will base it on what we've learned this past week. What worked and what didn't work. And we will keep going until we get the Second Amendment repealed. Well, no one came to your rally. No one came to your rally. No one came to your rally. You're a big fatty. Uh, (laughs) Erica Reiter... A Denver-based organizer for here for the kids said she and other organizers organizers remained inside the Capitol for safety. What were they afraid of? No one showed up. The, you mean to avoid embarrassment, humiliation? I don't know. Uh, for safety, but it was amazing to see text messages and videos from in-person from the in-person event flow in. I feel incredibly proud of what we were able to do. I know it has opened up conversations that had not been had with people who were afraid to have them. What I saw and what I heard was people fully in agreement that we have the ability and the opportunity to change this. The number of shootings and deaths by gun violence. If you can just catch this guy named gun violence, it'd be over, I think, right? everything no no criminals don't commit crimes anymore the media never says criminals they never say felons ex-felons they never say people on probation they never talk about people with early release people with long violent criminal records no they just sum it all up to gun violence propaganda 101 and the media falls for it the number of shootings and deaths by gun violence that happened while we were just organizing is horrific and we've hit the tipping point where we can no longer pretend it is that doesn't touch all of us. Now, Dana Bryson was one of the five to eight hundred people in the Colorado State Patrol uh, that estimated. I'm sorry, I screwed that up. Dana Bryson, one of the five to eight hundred people who uh, estimated the attended the set in. The Colorado State Patrol estimated that between five and eight hundred people on Monday, the first day Of this four day massive rally. Uh, That's what they estimated made it to the sit in on Monday. Not 25,000, five to 800. Uh, But this person, Dana Bryson, uh, called the protest a concrete step that she could take to help raise awareness about ending gun violence. And it goes on and on. It doesn't get much better. But I think if you think 25,000 people are going to show up and 5 to 800 show up the first day, then almost nobody Tuesday, fewer people Wednesday, and no one apparently Thursday. Wow. I wish I I should do a golf clap. I'm just too lazy right now. And to let you know a little more about the Colorado Sun, uh, this newspaper apparently... Uh, you can subscribe to this paper for twelve bucks a month, one hundred and forty-four bucks a year in the Biden economy. Please, that's like uh, two tanks of gas—one hundred forty-four bucks. Come on, people. Uh, but the the person who wrote this was Tatiana Flowers. She is the Equity and General Assignment reporter for the Colorado Sun. You're gonna be our equity reporter, oh goody can i can I have all the like rallies where no one comes and no one shows up to show how woke we all are? Yes, yes, you can tatiana uh enjoy tatiana seriously enjoy uh what an idiot all right, what else we got, my friends We have some uh well. I have to. I have to clarify something I did earlier on Twitter. I should not have done. I screwed up. I made a mistake. My bad. I apologize. There is a, a mouthpiece for Trump, who's an offensive little bastard. Uh, Alex Briswich, I believe is how you how you pronounce the name. Um, I was reading through some of his tweets, and apparently, there's someone posing as him. It's basically the same address almost on Twitter. Our handle, I guess you say, Twitter handle. Uh, But there's a number two in there. And he uh, tweeted a couple things. And I immediately, without checking properly, my mistake, my screw up. uh, I deleted, I uh, have since deleted the tweet because I should because it was in error. Uh, But I tweeted about that. And to Alex, I don't like you. You're a pathetic person. But you know what? I screwed up. I apologize to you for mischaracterizing what you didn't say. So therefore, I apologize. That's what a man does, Alex. Because Alex basically lies all, all day long on Twitter every day. He gets paid by Trump to do this. Um, but Alec Breswitz... I'm not going to apologize for pointing this out. There's a headline here. There's a tweet... Video of silent crowd at DeSantis rally goes viral. Jeb Bush vibes. Remember the Jeb Bush moment, I guess 2016? Please clap. Please clap. Uh, It was pathetic. But DeSantis never said that. And it's interesting when you click through, it's a a Newsweek picked up on this too. Uh, So Newsweek is smearing DeSantis too falsely. Uh, it's in Oklahoma. I believe it's in Tulsa, but the governor of uh, Oklahoma who has endorsed DeSantis was there. And it's interesting because all I hear, all I see is that uh, no one clapped. It was very quiet. Well, the, the video that uh, little Alex Briswitz, uh posted, it's a seven, I believe, seven second clip. And so the governor makes a little statement about Ron DeSantis. At the very end, let's hear it. he says, I believe let's hear it for Ron DeSantis. And you hear the beginning, maybe a half second, you hear the crowd very vociferously beginning to cheer. Then it cuts it off. A note to Alex, if you're gonna lie about something, cut all the applause off, idiot. Don't don't leave it there so people can say, wait a minute, why'd you cut it off when I heard a very raucous reply to the governor DeSantis being introduced but again Alex isn't that smart Uh, I know how much Trump pays him by the way and even though it's not that much he shouldn't get paid that much because he's a worthless little shit but my friends but the interesting thing here I went to a place called YouTube maybe Alex Breswitz has never heard of YouTube and there's a longer version of the speech on YouTube. And it, uh, it shows actually a longer version, much longer version. And, and in it, the governor of Florida, Ron DeSantis, gets two very, very, very pieces of raucous applause. Uh, Alex, you get a fact. See, I fact-checked myself. I took a tweet down. I even apologized to you because I was in the wrong. You need to learn to do that, Alex. In all seriousness, when you screw something up, you need to apologize. And you need to do better. Now, you didn't actually make a mistake. You cut the, the clip, or maybe it was Newsweek, whoever it was, cut it, and you ran it, making it seem like DeSantis got no applause when he did that's called lying Alex and for you it might be fine maybe your mommy and daddy raised you to be liars I don't know uh, but my mom and dad, my grandparents people are right, they didn't support lying they, they said when you lie you make yourself look bad and you embarrass your mother, your father, your grandparents you let down the whole family basically so I was taught not to lie. And yeah, in my life I failed a few times. And yes, I've made mistakes. And I've always tried to correct them when it comes to opinions I express or, or podcast I do. Anything like that. That's why I deleted the post today and apologized for it. Now, Alex, you know what you did. You do it every day. I want to know how you feel. How is it in the in the whenever you go to bed, how does it feel knowing that you lie for a living? You little dirt dobbing little man. You get paid to lie. You don't believe anything you say. In fact, there's a clip of you I saw the other day from an old radio talk show a few years ago saying that your two favorite Republicans were Donald Trump and Ron DeSantis praising Governor DeSantis for a great job, best governor of America, I believe you said. And now he's trash to be lied about? That tells me something about you, Alex. You have zero character. Zero. So people, when you see a tweet, if you go to Twitter, you see anything by Alec Brezowicz, uh just know that... Uh, He's a paid liar, basically. He's a bottom feeder, a walk-behinder, I would say. And uh, make sure you fact-check everything he says. I don't know why Trump hired this guy. He's a clown. Now, this is something new to me. I have never heard of this before. Uh, But uh, the College Fix has a story. And a Canadian college is offering a queering nature event. So, is part of nature queer now? I I mean, I see there's plenty of wildlife around here. You have the, the squirrels. You have had rabbits in the backyard. Turkey, deer. Sometimes all at the same time. And let me tell you what. You've never seen anything as funny as a mama turkey chasing away a big... A big white-tailed buck <laughs> when he got too close to her babies—that was hilarious. The the uh, the deer had a look on his face like, "What in the hell?" And I've never seen any queer behavior. I've never seen any of the turkeys, deer, rabbits, squirrels, the vultures, uh, always circling around. The crows that are always back—we've had nine crows in the backyard since I moved here nine there's been i guess they have like a unit and it's nine i don't know if they have any openings but anyway uh, i've never seen them wear any rainbow stuff or wearing any pride t-shirts or pride flags so uh, is nature queer does nature need querying is there a process now where nature is being queered or somebody's querying nature and is that even legal do animal cruelty laws cover it i don't know uh, but here's a question from the College Fix. Did you know that some plants and animals demonstrate queer behavior? And hold on. I'm looking at my rose bushes. They're, uh, roses grow very well here. Everything seems to go well here. Uh, I don't see any rainbow. I see red and, and pink roses. I don't see any queer stuff though. But anyway, Canada's Humber College Arboretum is asking this question because apparently, queering nature is a, is a big deal all of a sudden. The public's in, the public institutions' quote queering nature event, where you take a walk with Humber staff and talk about the many ways we see queerness in nature. Good Lord, do you do your do you drink your mushroom juice first? Do you slam a few Bud Lights first and and salute uh, transgender people first? I I don't know. Maybe take Dylan Mulvaney in Bud Lights and he's wearing a dress, of course, uh, with a shirt that says, I want to be a mother. Rainbow shirt it would be, I guess, through nature. And he tries to queer nature. I don't know. Uh, The public's institutions querying nature event. The event is it it takes place this Wednesday. The event is quote open to or open for the number two SLGBTQ plus Humber College and University of Gulf Humber student staff faculty and community allies according to the program website. And again the title Number two, SLGBTQ+. I have no clue what this, this, this crap means. It's like every time you see it, somebody's added a number or a hyphen or a plus sign or a time sign or a division sign. Just stop making shit up, people. That's all you're doing. You're making shit up. And you're taking great pride in things that don't even exist, aren't even real, or are very, very, very rare. Is your life that empty, really? I know a guy named Alex you could talk to. Uh, so-called queer ecology. Couldn't they just change it to quirkology Hi, I'm with the quirkology department. <laughs> Are your roses gay? Straight? Bi? Do you even know? According to York University's Catriona Sendelins, is a loose, this is queer ecology she's speaking of, is a loose interdisciplinary constellation of practices. Tell me somebody didn't stay up late drinking Bud Light to make that crap up. It's a loose interdisciplinary constellation. <laughs> of practices that aim in different ways to disrupt prevailing heterosexist discursive and institutional articulations of sexuality and nature and also to reimagine evolutionary process, ecological interactions and environmental politics in light of queer theory in other words I'm full of shit and just put a bunch of big words together and I convinced you of something didn't I who even dreams up this, this absolute garbage Seriously. And who takes it seriously? Mentally ill people do. And that's the scary part. There's a lot of mental illness interwoven with the the queering nature people and the people who are obsessive about Pride Month and have taken it to new levels of... It's, it's like they're religious fanatics. It really is. If you can imagine a bunch of... Uh, crazy Methodists, perhaps, or Lutherans, or Catholics, or Jews, or Muslims, or any group, any religion, Hinduists, just taking their religion and adding stuff to it that doesn't even exist, and becoming obsessed with it, with the point of being a pain in everyone else's ass. I I don't know how long it's going to be To you're not going to be... If you go out during Pride Month, and you don't have a rainbow bumper sticker or license plate on your car if you're not wearing a rainbow t-shirt or patch somehow or maybe hat with a rainbow on it how long till you're going to be charged with a hate crime because you're not supporting pride month this is completely out of control my friends and if you don't think those things can happen you don't know much about the left now, in 2020, Portland State University offered a course in which students could study queer ecologies, <laughs> good lord, and other topics via a queer lens. Excuse me, I need some new glasses. Do you have any queer lenses? I'd really like some of those. Yeah, I want to see like everything with fucking rainbows all over it. A queer lenses? You haven't heard of those? You damn bigot! This is Pride Month, and you have no queer lenses? You bastard! Hey, uh, <laughs> queer lens, also queer bodies, queering settler-colonialism, col- uh, uh, queering settler-colonialism. I don't even know begin. I don't even begin to want to know what the hell that means. Sounds like a bad porno. Uh, queer environmental politics. So now the environment and queer have to do with politics. Uh, disability in Queer Environments, Queering Science, Queer Animals, and Queer Environmental Futurity. These people are deep in it, my friends. Uh, deep in it. Deep, 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 deep. Now, let's at Princeton, a Queer Transfeminist River Scientist. <laughs> uh, yes, I specialize in rivers, but not just any river. Feminist rivers, but not just feminist rivers. Queer trans feminist river. It's a science people and I'm a scientist. You must listen to me. Uh, But this queer trans feminist river scientist uh, talked about how queer trans feminist thought can transfigure ecological science as it's used by indigenous and non-native practitioners in river management. Seriously. Seriously. I don't know who believes this stuff, but if you do, please see a psychologist, psychiatrist, therapist, Uh, get on your knees and pray to Jesus, something, Buddha, you need help, brother, sister, you need help. Uh, As noted by True North, other upcoming LGBTQ related uh, events at Humber include a pride t-shirt tie-dye, is that like a whole day or what? Is he going to make people get their their shirt tie-dyed in rainbow colors? Uh, It is only open to those who register to march in pride parades. A Nicki Minaj-themed pride dance class. A pride-themed cupcake decorate session. Okay, we're going to decorate cupcakes now. Get the rainbow colors out. Let's go, people. Seriously. You know why people make fun of you? This is why people make fun of you. Uh, and because the Pride themed cupcake decorate session is not enough, they're also going to have a Dyke Pride rally and march. Boy, there's going to be some real lookers in that one, I bet. Uh, that is from the College Fix, my friends. God. Please help us. I mean, we, we we really need help, Lord. This is has gotten far beyond any control, any common sense. Now, one more story. I'm going to try to get through this pretty quick. I'm a little over time now. I apologize. The publisher censoring Ronald Dahl. Ronald Dahl is an author, if you don't know. He's having a lot of his books... Uh, sort of rewritten to take any offensive language out in other words a bunch of woke leftists are going through the book and anything that might offend somebody of any certain pigmentation or orientation or sexualization or whatever they're going to try to rid the books of all those things because heaven forbid people should just be open minded and read a damn book and judge it for what it is uh, the publisher that is censoring those books, actually censoring books, uh, is suing the state of Florida. You know why they're suing the state of Florida? Because they are complaining and saying that schools in Florida, via Ron DeSantis and the Florida state legislature, are banning books. So because they're taking some books and moving them to uh, away from. You know, elementary students and kindergarten students may be going to the middle school library or the high school library. Uh, they're taking some books out completely depending because parents have become enraged and offended. If you've seen one of the many videos of school board meetings where the parent gets a book or two from the school library and starts to read it and the school board people freak out because it's such offensive garbage. And sexualized really... Uh, what would you say porn but parents can't read at school board meeting but they want the kids to be able to get these books because some parents aren't down with that Uh, there's this group that is actually censoring books is suing because Florida is trying to get a grip on this problem and other states are, are as well I'm sure unbelievable Uh, Daniel Greenfield writes, Bertelsmann has been censoring and rewriting children's books by Ronald Dahl and altering the, quote, unacceptable prose of P.G. Wodenhouse in the Jeeves and Wooster books. The ex-Nazi publishing giant's Uh, Sorry, I lost my place. The phone keeps ringing. The ex-Nazi publishing giant, which operates under such names as Penguin Random House and Puffin Books, took a red pencil to uh, roll all dolls long after the author's death, cut any references to fat, ugly, or crazy, uh, along with mothers and fathers and other unwoke terms. It is a publisher for Dr. Seuss books, a number of which were banned and are being replaced with new, inclusive books by, quote, diverse authors uh, that Theodore Geisel never actually wrote. Uh, Jeeves and Wooster books now come with trigger warnings, cautioning readers that language themes and characterizations are outdated and some have been edited out. But while Bertelsmann is purging classic adult and children's literature, it's waging a war on parents trying to keep graphic pornographic uh, content out of schools and away from their children. Penguin Random House's former CEO, Marcus Dole, announced a $500,000 fund to fight censorship not by ending the company's purge of classic literature, but by fighting parents in court over efforts to keep graphic hate and sex out of schools. Now, the ex-Nazi company has come after the parents and children of Scambia County School District in Pensacola, Florida. Schools already struggling to budget for education are now faced with lawfare from a massive publishing monopoly with billions in revenues fighting to inflict sexual content on their kids. <sighs> now, the Bertelman federal lawsuit complains that the school board decided to pull a book called All Boys Aren't Blue, which contains graphic se- sections such as he reached his hand down and pulled up my, the word starts with D, you can figure it out. He quickly went, uh, went to giving me H, another four-letter word you can probably figure out. Uh, the lawsuit misleadingly describes the book merely as a series of coming-of-age essays. The ex-Nazi corporation also objects to its own book, Too Bright to See, depicting a transgender boy aimed at 5th graders. is still restricted. Pending review. Let's review it. A section of the Too Bright to See reads, Uncle Roderick was a drag queen, meaning he dressed up in dresses, makeup, and jewelry as part of a performance or show. Bug says it's easier to think about putting on makeup and dresses if he thinks of himself as a drag queen. Uh, Bertelman's teacher's guide for the book encourages teachers to ask children why do you think he didn't realize he was a boy earlier? Have there been times when you have felt unsure of yourself and then suddenly felt very sure of yourself? The lawsuit objects to the removal of the perks of being a wallflower, which contains lines like, they did it doggy style with one of the sandwich bags, and Sam used to be a blow queen They're also an extended sexual encounter graphically described from a child's perspective. So that's what parents are trying to keep out of schools. But this big publishing company while they're censoring their own books for no reason whatsoever really uh, they're seeking to force parents to accept that their kids are being taught this garbage in school. That ain't cool my friends. That ain't cool. Uh, Now I think that's it for me today. Uh, dismissed a call from my mom's doctor, so I have to return her call. So I'm going to cut it right there. Thank you for listening. God bless you. Y'all be good. Take care. Remember, if you're left, you just right. God bless America. And go Gators. We will talk to you tomorrow. Be good, my friends. Be good. Be safe. And have some fun out there. You'll fend the leftist every time you have fun. Go for it. Goodbye for now.